0: Good morning, good morning. This is Janice
1: from Two
0: Sisters.
1: And a book. And good morning, everyone. Sailing into Saturday with my better half, known as Two Sisters in a Book, but she well, she can introduce herself. I am Carol Serene, aka Naughty Boss.
0: And I am Janice and aka Wellness Diva. And excuse me, I am in
1: control. the controls so (laughs) she 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 actually loves to say that every morning p.s because sometimes she'll actually say it before we actually go on the air and if we have a guest and we kind of clue them in as to what we're doing she always chats about that she really likes to sit in that seat and you know what i am so happy that she does because i suck at that crap
0: oh my god this is hysterical so when i do the uh (laughs) obviously go live on facebook you know, I just have to make sure that I'm obviously pressing the right buttons. And apparently, there's been a lot of buttons pressed this week, and we'll get more into that, of course.
1: Um, oh, absolutely, I like that. Who's who's pressing who? Whose buttons is who? Isn't there a song? There's yeah. a song with kind of what that be. Who's 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 fooling who? Who's, who's, doing, who's doing who? Zooming. Who's Zooming who? Who's Zooming who? Yeah. I mean, there's a song. So yes, that red light button is on. We are live on Facebook, folks. Good morning. It is Saturday morning here, sailing into Saturday. This is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Nanny Boss, live from Vero Beach. And we have two sisters. And a book.
0: And obviously... America is going through a very tumultuous time right now, and we've touched a a lot upon um, everything that is happening. We consider ourselves fair, we consider ourselves first and foremost Americans, and we like to educate ourselves. So if you happen to be listening to us and you wanna come on and share your point of view, please, you know, contact either myself or Carol Sue. We would be more than happy um, to chat with you. <laughs> and just to let everybody know, yes, I'm still having a bad hair day and I'm having a lot of allergy issues, which is why I've had to kind of pull everything back. And maybe at some point, I'll think about getting this work done as well. I'm not liking this a little bit, but you know what? I'm aging gracefully, so I'm embracing that. Um, plus, my neck is all itchy and scratch. Oh, I got to stop touching it. He's got itchy- allergy
1: issues, and apparently your hairdo is rubbing off. Just saying. Well, yours looks a lot neater than mine. I'm not really sure oh. about that. I'm not really sure about that, but that is okay because we are th- authentically us, and some mornings, we just don't get it all together. Sometimes yeah. we just, the whole, you know, speaking of that, because, you know, obviously, I think that, that obviously shows, you know. The the flip side of when you are when you're on a network or whatnot, obviously you've got to get all it up, right? You got to get you know your hair is done. You have a makeup artist. You have a hair person. You've got a fashion designer, and they are really just setting the tone. And you just walk in, and they just kind of you know. And I'm not saying they're not doing the work. Obviously, they're doing their research on whatever uh, they're reporting on. They they do research behind the scenes, the story of the story, all that. We know that. But um, you know, I brought this up probably. When I think when we first started doing our podcast on how when you, took, when you take the professionals out of their element, and now they are actually producing their show via you know from their home, a lot of them have not made that transition really well. I'm not going to lie. And I think what really that impacted me, and I believe it impacted both of us, to show that even though you're the professional... You gotta A, you gotta pivot your business. We know that they had to, you know, make changes. But the fact that take them out of the element, which can go in a thousand directions, take someone out of their element and how can they pivot? And going with that kind of that mindset and sailing into Saturday, I thought about, you know, obviously we've been we've been talking about so many subjects, we've been sharing you know, things from the left side, the Democrat side, things from the right side. Uh, and within those two political views or aisles, there are branches off of them that you're going to have to say you're extremist. You know, some people call it the deep state, the left of the left, the lefty left, you know, they've got all kind of agenda. And you um, for, for the right side, you hear, you know, you know a real right winger, a rhino, and so, you know, so you have all these branches and then you actually have a few that have like flip parties. They're doing the, the whole slipperuni. And I kind of, you know, put, took that into place of like taking people out of their own element and, and subdivision and how do they pivot? How do they transform and mold? And then I also thought about when you take somebody out of their uh, of their natural environment and put them in another environment. So, what I mean by that. And in particular, you know, I was thinking of, of a, a, a very personal scenario, you know, of when you have a child that gets adopted and you take them out of their natural environment, meaning nurture versus nature. So you take somebody they're adopted. They go into an, uh, another family, but when you finally kind of say meet up later in life, if if you're blessed for that to happen, you see that that person still had the characteristics of where they were natured from, born with, mm-hmm. and you know, obviously, you know, they had no contact, but that you know that there's some things that you know are imprinted, you know, as us as human beings. And I thought to myself, in that same type of scenario, when you've had how many? Um, because one of the words I heard this week, which I have never heard before, so I guess I live a shelter life, and you know, I just I've never been exposed to it. Is the word cooning, and that, from from my interpretation, is a, a term that blacks use. For other blacks that they feel have taken on maybe um, in their in their mind the I, I, ideology it, it, what's the word ideology ideology why can't I say that uh, of a white race or white white person and we had and, and I think we kind of showcased that this week that you know you all walks of life within the black community um, rappers. Um, people that you, uh, all walks of life, you know, successful entrepreneurs in, in the black community, uh, very uh, you know, leadership mindset, social, social leaders. And when you actually presented a viewpoint that was not in the mindset of what the traditional, say, Black Lives Matter movement means, they're in my eyes and you could use that word discriminating they have black skin but because you don't agree with them maybe because they became successful maybe they worked hard and they became the successful person that now they're a coon or cooning whatever they word it so it kind of drew me back to all these different scenarios of pivoting and in the black community pivoting themselves you had some families and i think it's really rooted to the family because we all we already talked about that racism you're not born with it so why is it some and this could this could apply to anybody because we have a lot of white uh, people that you know grow up in poor communities you know don't have the same advantages of some but some just have been you know, believed in, nurtured, shown the way, wouldn't take no for an answer, wanted to better themselves, wanted to educate themselves and be successful. And so they came out of their environment and they were still successful. So I, I just, I, I think there, if you're going to talk about racism, they got to stop the pointing of the fingers, number one. And I don't understand, and it's and it seems to be and i think it's, it's the, the it's pivoting because you have i I actually featured a couple of great young um black guys in in their society down to earth, you know, and really just laid it on on their views of black lives matter, and it didn't fit the the black lives matter narrative, so therefore people were calling them coons and I thought you know, what if you removed, you know, them from that society, that, that mindset and nurtured them in a different environment would, you know, would their lives come out differently? For some, I would say, yeah, that would happen, but there's some things that they're always going to be imprinted. You know, you're taking them out of the neighborhood, putting them in a different area, meaning, you know, when I say different area, I mean a better mindset, a better, you know, upbringing, but I still think it is rooted in, what they are exposed to at a young age on, on either side. What do you think?
0: Well, I think there's a lot of truth to that, but, you know, here here's the thing. It's also the conduct of your character. You can make a good choice and you can make a bad choice. Like that goes with anybody. And for... I guess what I'm trying to say is there's good, there's bad, there's evil, there's indifferent. Now, we were blessed that uh, some someone in our family came, who was adopted came back in our lives. We do have cousins that were adopted into the family that I believe are... and I could be wrong on the nationality of where they were born, but I want to
1: say Asian. And I I think I'm wrong about that. Uh, Well, there, I know, uh, Vietnamese, I thought. Yeah,
0: maybe. maybe Well, no, I
1: think Asia, Asia too, but I think it's Vietnamese as well. So we are not born
0: racist. No. That is a learned process. And what I found also interesting, um, I'm in the process of getting all my tax shit together. Yes, unfortunately, I am one of those people that sometimes, uh, we got heavy machinery going on here. I hear it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's
0: all good. Procrastination, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, so I happen to go on Facebook very briefly last night Yeah, and I came across this post now for whatever reason I am not seeing everybody's posts, and I don't I don't know what's up with that but I thought this was interesting and first and foremost I want to say before I even chat about this um, I applaud anybody who has the balls to put out there how they feel Oh, yeah, because you I totally were yeah. stuck at do I agree with it or do I agree with what you're saying? You know, maybe not in this case, definitely not. Um, and it, if this person is listening, I just want to say that I still will follow you, even though I totally disagree with what you posted. I just want to say that um one thing that this person said was being loud and taking a stand for all lives
1: matter makes you racist and yeah you have to laugh Jen. i mean because I that's did. just no I laugh. again
0: blahs to put that out there and i i follow this person and I still will continue to follow this person. Um, but this person goes on and says, you know, don't even comment, don't even bar- bother arguing <laughs> unless you are wanting to out yourself. All right, so let let me just take what she said in context. So that means in, in her methodology, in this person's thinking that I am racist. So I just wanna say number one, I am far from racist. I was attacked by a white man. My life was threatened by a Latino man. I had the crap beat out of me by a black American man. If I was racist, I would be racist against everybody, for everybody that's outed me. That is not me. So for someone to generalize what racism is about, I think is wrong, I'm just gonna say that. I said yesterday, (laughs) I so appreciated somebody further educating myself on what Black Lives Matter means to them. And I'm still educating myself, but I stand firmly behind all lives matter. Black lives matter, white lives matter, Asian, Latino, Vietnamese. I don't care what, what color your skin is. It's the conduct of your character. And until this is my and this is how I feel, until you can firmly step up to the plate and further clarify that. Maybe I don't want to follow you. I don't know. Right now, I'm going to follow you. But here's the thing I will not be silenced because I pledge allegiance to the flag, because I support Blue Lives Matter, because I support White Lives
1: Matter, or Black, whatever it may be. Oh, yeah. Well, first off, I have a a hashtag for that person. I don't even know who you're talking about. It's called Keyboards Coward. Hashtag Keyboard Cowards. And people bait. And that post was a total bait. And I'm going to tell you why. Because once someone posts something that they believe in, that they're passionate about in, that there's no negotiation, you don't even have to say, blah, 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 and don't even bother to comment and blah, 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 and all that. Because what they want is for you a to comment, because they're looking for an argument. Mm-hmm. You have to look at the psychology of what people post. And sadly, that's what you got to do. I swear to God, I feel, like I, 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 have a, I feel like I'm a psychologist without the degree. But you have to actually look at why people post and the meaning behind it. So when someone posts, you know, that don't comment or the difference between saying, this is, this is what I'm passionate about. Some people will agree, some people won't. A postured person would take that same post and say, this is how I believed. Some of you will believe it. Some of you won't. Some of you, you know, may interject. I would appreciate your input, your engagement, because A, that's how we learn. And if we stop learning and just blurt out and we all do it, I've done it. You know, you, 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 you know you're behind the keyboard, you're, you're feeling emotional, yeah, just post something. A lot of times I'll post something, a lot of people don't, you don't even realize I have to delete it. So I'm like, ooh, uh, that came out wrong. Because we're in the heat of the moment, we're in a very passionate time right now. And a lot of times we have to, it is a good uh, inflection to kind of take on, right? What you're gonna say, pause reread it maybe step especially if you know that hmm, this is going to create engagement is it going to be good engagement is it going to am I baiting somebody we all do it so I've really found myself especially this week to take myself because I really wanted to uh, engage with all people different opinions some I would agree with obviously some I would not But a lot of people, I think this is again goes back to what I've been really talking about all week: is racism. Racism would be solved if we had the conversation. And a lot of people say, "No, you know, nothing ever gets done after we get out of the protest." Well, that's because the conversation doesn't continue. It doesn't go to a round table. And that's great that it gets to the round table, but if you're not implementing change from that point of the discussions, coming up co- with comprehensive plans on how to make that change and actually you know, create change through documents, through, through office procedures, through uh, human resources within any kind of government, corporation, police department, whatever. It means nothing if you're not doing that. So interesting enough, I started reading some other people's posts And so that particular post was a great example of someone that is a keyboard coward. And the reason why I say they're a coward is because a coward baits people. Someone that's postured is open to listen to the opposing side, is open-minded and open-hearted to hear views that, may not exactly mean something to them and or impact them. And they, if they, people did that, if people truly were postured in their beliefs, they wouldn't have to say, don't comment on this. Now, do I say that in regards to what's non-negotiable on my, my Facebook wall and not? Absolutely, because I welcome opposing views. I have no problem with opposing views. That's how postured I am. But I'm also, what I oppose and what I, there's no negotiation is the baiting, is insulting someone else that's commented on my posts, you know, with name calling, with, you know, when somebody resorts to name calling and the word ignorant is, you know, overplayed, P.S., way overplayed because you have a different view doesn't mean you're ignorant. It just means you view things differently. So take the freaking ignorant word right out the wall. That, that is annoying as shit, okay you're ignorant well why? Because my mind doesn't think the same way as yours The other point on that particular post and you know getting to the black lives matter the black by, the true because there's a difference the true black lives matter movement is 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 one way in the sense of and this again my opinion my interpretation so don't shoot the messenger. you can message me or you could you know. Comment below and say, "Well, I, Carol, so you know, you said this. I don't agree with it, and I'm I'm okay with that because maybe you know my perspective is wrong. Uh, you know, people have to realize that we're not perfect. You know, we say our views, we, we you know we get data, we get facts, but we're human beings. And the number one human beings have to remember, whatever your skin color is, we all stick our foot in our mouths, we all make mistakes, and we're flawed. No one is better than anybody." But from my perspective, what a Black Lives Matter movement person says to a white person when a white person says all lives matter and to our black people, because there's a lot of black people that are not embracing this black, my, my black Lives Matter movement phrase. And when, so, you know, my my view on black lives matter and a black person or someone that supports that tells me i'm ignorant because i'm saying all lives matter is actually the ignorant one because i'm not saying that your movement is not important i'm not embracing what you're saying the fact is you're not embracing what i'm saying it's a two-way street people right it is. That says all lives matter is not saying that, and and by saying that does not mean that you do not support the movement. And that's the argument that these people are giving people. They're saying, and when I say these people, people, I'm not referring to black people as a whole, I'm talking about the human race. You're saying that now to inflict your opinion of what you interpret Black Lives Matter onto somebody else that is embracing your movement but sees it from a different perspective. That does not make them ignorant. That makes them tolerant. Go ahead. S- speaking
0: of ignorant, one other thing that she says, and I, <laughs> I really had to, I laughed. Mm-hmm. The people supporting you
1: are ignorant and racist too. <laughs> now, that's a racist comment. Oh, absolutely. And it's a, ba- but more importantly, it's a baiting comment. I will not be baited. I actually um, posted last night, and it was uh, actually about, I think it's, uh, where is it, Louisville? Is it Louisville? Louisville police officers walk out on the mayor before the mayor had the opportunity to address them. And I believe it was six or seven days. They've not even addressed how exhausted and how tiresome that these officers are, you know, what that is put upon them, and they—he's actually—you'd have to read the entire article. It's not, its on my uh, Facebook wall. But the police officers felt they were being disrespected. Like you're not—you're going—you're you're saying one thing to, you know, the county, the city, and you, you don't have our backs because the mayor should always have their law enforcement's back. So. What happened was, obviously, we've already heard LA you know defunding by $133 million to their police officers. Tragedy. tragedy, And they're giving that money to uh, black communities. But what is a flip on that is the black communities is where the crime is at. Stats supported, guys. I'm not saying it because it's a black community. If it was a Hispanic community or a white community and there was a lot of crime there, Naturally, what is going to occur? The police and they come said the confusion is, well, you know, that the police are targeting. No, they're not targeting. Yes, there are those bad apples. I'm not denying that. There are more statistically more 911 calls. People, what is a 911 call? Where's my thing? Hello, I'm being attacked. You know, I'm being robbed. I'm being raped. A girl screaming, blah, blah, blah. 911. That is what they do. Get the calls are coming from black neighborhoods therefore that is why there's a higher police presence law enforcement presence in black neighborhoods so that is why you know you have to look at the stats if the stats supported that blacks were being uh, targeted like tar- really what I consider targeting I don't I don't consider, the, by the stats that the black, uh, law enforcement is trying to snuff out the black community. I don't believe it. Now, that does not mean that there's not racial profiling. Totally, totally get that. There is a lot of that, and that's part of the change. The change doesn't come from holding up a sign. Sorry, I believe in protest, but it de- change does not come. Now, a lot of people, again, are using that as an argument. The protest and the riots... If they didn't occur, we wouldn't see change. No. The change doesn't come from, and and the argument is, well, because Kaepernick, you know, kneeled, and we have all these, you know, Hollywood elitists, you know, bringing, you know, police brutality to the light. And you want to know why the Kaepernacks of the world, and, and he has done some good things. I'm not going to deny he has done some good things. So, I, I don't even want to lump him in the sum. The Hollywood elitist, um, A, you know, they got security. So, anyway, so going to this back to, I got to wheel my, sometimes I got to really wheel, wheel myself, myself back in. Going back to why these police officers walked out. So, you've got LA defunding, you have Minneapolis where this murder occurred which is in dire need of law enforcement, obviously. And actually, they're, di- they're in dire need of a better mayor that has balls to say, this is not happening on my streets. He is ballless. number one. He has no balls. No balls. Doesn't. They are actually uh, di- uh, dismantling their law enforcement. Ba-boom. And so we talked about that yesterday. Who are you going to call? Well, now the flip side of that And it's directly correlated with Joe Biden's bullshit statement on saying that law enforcement is inciting riots. What happened after he said that was all this chaos of companies pulling out of supporting law enforcement. You've got UMass uh, and the uh, Mass Transit is now not supporting law enforcement in Massachusetts. Uh, Their colleges, uh, UMass colleges, normally had uh a police presence on their campus now you know they're not because they're 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 some of their you know their black students are in fear bullshit bullshit because th- th- those are writing commu- those are writing campuses but that's okay you, you you're not embracing the law enforcement or whatever so now the flip side of that is now you've got louisville they're walking out they're going on strike power to the people power to the people because Look up your stats. Don't believe Naughty Boss. Look up your stats, and you will know and see and read that Black communities have more 911 calls. And therefore, what does that mean? It means law enforcement is more likely to be in their neighborhoods. Why is that? Why is that? Well, look on my Facebook last night. You know, that woman that I posted, um, I I can't remember what country she's from, but she came over here and she's not in, uh, she does not believe in the Black Lives Movement. She doesn't believe in oppression. She feels like there isn't the political connection, which a lot of people do not know. You know, racism is in politics. You people are being used as minions and uh, puppets. You are. But anywho, she... Uh, her name is, and I'm actually going to message her because I want to see if I can get her on a podcast, which would be awesome. Um, and I'm, I'm going I'm to totally not say her name correctly, so I'm not going to say it. But anyways, she listed, all of a sudden she was reading names and ages, names, ages. And what she said was, painting Black Lives Matter on the streets of Washington's, Washington, D.C., why not on the streets of Chicago? where the most black lives are lost. And she listed actually, I can't even tell you. I mean, numerous names of people, um, and I posted their ages. These are the people, who are they? They are the the identified homicide victims in the last seven days in Chicago who were shot to death in their own neighborhoods, not by officers, but by fellow citizens. All are black or Hispanic, and nobody wants to talk about this. And where is Black Lives Matter? So, when you bring up those that, that, you know, they've got to look in their own neighborhood, you will have many in the Black Lives Matter movement, they get, they get, they, that's not what they're talking about. So, you're ignorant. You know, you, you, you know we're not talking about that. You're, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about law officers, you know, doing what they do. I agree with you. But if you're going to, like I said, if you're going to start cherry picking which part of your, your race's issues and our race's issues, you can't cherry pick. You can't decide, well, this fits my narrative. And that's the point of why I don't support the phrase. I don't support the phrase Black Lives Matter because they're not open to all areas of, the problem. Their only focus right now is law enforcement, and that's you. That's wrong. So that's why I don't. I don't believe in the phrase. I don't believe in the phrase Black Lives Matter. I don't believe in the phrase of um, you know overplaying the whole white privilege. I will not. I am not apologizing for the color of my skin, and nor should. A black person that apparently is being what they call colorism, that maybe their skin's a little bit lighter. So apparently they're not on the scale in a, in a black person's mind. It all goes to the color of the skin, which I didn't even know that. And I'm not making this up. This is something that a black person actually told me. Because I had another comment saying, you know, kind of get out of your own white world. Get out of your white world and actually talk to black people. I talk to a lot of black people. I engage myself. I have friends that are black. I ask them questions. Hey. You know, I'm thinking this, you know, what, what do you think? I get engagement. I get input from real people to form my, what I feel. A lot different than being a keyboard coward and just posting blanket shit to bait people. So I'm going to turn it over to you now.
0: Okay. So <laughs> ah, sailing Saturday, listen, yes. I will always pledge allegiance to the flag. Absolutely. We live in a great nation. And...
1: Is the pole going up? Uh, I don't know. It could be. <laughs> but I think if... Do you, do you think... Are you going to do a ceremony? What are you going to
0: do? Well, yeah, eventually we'll definitely do a ceremony. But I know that he's got to have a couple guys because, I mean, this thing is 30 feet long. Well, technically it's 35 feet long. So. Wow. Yeah, it's going to take some maneuvering, so he's going to need help with that.
1: Sailing. Got, go ahead, but you got to tell the audience what the thirty-five foot thing is. Flagpole. Flagpole, awesome. Okay, go ahead. I just want to make sure that they knew what you were talking about.
0: Yeah, so I can do that. I'm your sister. <laughs> so uh, sailing Saturday, so many different things going on. I'm gonna be finishing up with my tax preparation, getting all that stuff together. I'm going digital, I'm done with all the papers, getting rid of the piles, so much to cover. And just remember everybody, let's be kind, let's be respectful. Um, Ignorance has boundaries. Don't put those walls up. Keep that open discussion going. And our friends out there, if you're friends with me and you're like, wow, you know, I would love to be on and <clears throat> share my viewpoints, get a hold of me or vice versa, get a hold of Carol Sue. We would love the opportunity to have an open table discussion. So on that note, we hope you have a great weekend. Come back tomorrow morning. We may be, you know, between 8, 8.15. Um, who knows? So... Reporting live from North Haven, Connecticut, my name is Janice Malillo, a.k.a.
1: Wellness Diva, along with... Hey everyone, Carol Sue, a.k.a. Nonny Bus Live from Vera Beach. I'm praying to the sun gods that the sun comes out, because if this is what June is like in Florida, peace out, not having it, but anyways, I'm still sailing into Sunday. If I have to use for sunshine and brightness, my, my light, I'll do it. You guys have a great Saturday. See you on to Saturday. Be open. Be mind. Do not be a keyboard cow- coward. If you've got a view you want to share, be postured. Just be postured. Show that you're passionate. Show that you're mindful. Show that you care. Take it away, Jim.
0: All righty then. Have a great weekend, everybody. And remember, be kind.